दिस इज सुप्रीति फ्रॉम न्यूज लॉन्ड्री डॉट कॉम ब्रिंगिंग यू योर डेली डोज ऑफ न्यूज टूडे इज फ्राइडे द सेकेंड ऑफ जुलाई इंडिया रिकॉर्डेड ओवर फोर्टी सिक्स थाउजेंड न्यू कोरोना वायरस केसेस टेकिंग द इन्फेक्शन टैली टू थ्री पॉइंट जीरो फोर क्रॉल द डेथ टोल हैज इंक्रीज बाई एट हंड्रेड एंड फिफ्टी थ्री इन द लास्ट ट्वेंटी फोर आवर्स विथ दिस फोर लैख पीपल हैव सकम्ड टू द वायरस सिंस द पेंडेमिक ब्रोक All these figures however are widely believed to be undercounts. Today the center deputed multidisciplinary teams to six states that have been reporting an increased number of covid-19 cases. These include Kerala, Arunachal Pradesh, Tripura, Odisha, Chhattisgarh and Manipur. Each two member team consists of a clinician and a public health expert. They will monitor the situation and suggest remedial actions. Amid reports of several states facing a shortage of COVID-19 vaccines, Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman said that states are allocated stocks based on the spread of the infection and the density of their populations. She added that the supplies will be well managed. She said, and I quote, "I wish to assure through the media that all people's interests will be taken care of and everybody will be vaccinated." End quote. Her comments came on the day the Odisha government said it had stopped the vaccination drive in 16 districts of the state due to shortage of Covishield doses. As states grapple with the lack of vaccines, Union Health Minister Harshvardhan yesterday accused opposition leaders of making irresponsible statements about India's COVID-19 vaccination drive. He asked them to give up their shameless urge to play politics amid the pandemic. The health minister said that states had been informed about the number of vaccine doses they would receive in July. Yesterday, Chief Justice of India N.V. Ramana said that the brutal attacks on doctors as well as the government not giving priority to the medical fraternity were matters of immediate concern. Addressing medical professionals on World Doctors Day at a virtual event, Justice Ramana said, and I quote, The medical bodies and concerned agencies in the government have to put their heads together to address these concerns. Only then can we sincerely greet the doctors on the 1st of July every year." End quote. Justice Ramana highlighted issues such as insufficient number of medical professionals, lack of infrastructure, dearth of medicines and outdated technologies. He also pointed out how doctors still find it difficult to make a decent living. Prime Minister Modi also virtually addressed the medical fraternity yesterday referring to violence against the health workers during the pandemic he said that the government was committed towards the safety and security of the doctors and other medical staff as many as 730 doctors have succumbed to the novel coronavirus infection during the second wave according to the Indian Medical Association In other news, the Delta variant has caused a 10% spike in cases in the United States this week, according to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention or the CDC. During a White House briefing, CDC director Dr. Rochelle Walensky said that the country's lagging vaccination rate, coupled with the hyper-transmissible Delta variant first detected in India, could account for the increase. She added that the Delta variant is about 60% more transmissible. than the current dominant strain in the United States which is the alpha variant Walensky also predicted that the virus's rapid spread is sure to make it the dominant US strain within the coming weeks Dr Richard Besser president of the Robert Wood Johnson Foundation said the United States may see an increase in the number of cases because a significant number of Americans are still not vaccinated According to the CDC, 
57.4% of U.S. adults are fully vaccinated so far. Globally, the coronavirus disease has infected over 182.1 million people and killed more than 3.94 million. A group of BJP supporters were booked by Ghaziabad police today over a clash on Wednesday with farmers protesting at the Ghazipur border. An official from the Koshambi police station confirmed that an FIR has been registered against unknown persons on charges of rioting and assault. Indian Express reported that according to farmers at the site, on Wednesday morning, a group of people with BJP flags came near the protest stage and began raising slogans against BKU and Rakesh Tiket. Initially, the BJP workers had said they were welcoming their leader, Amit Walmiki. The farmers alleged that the crowd grew aggressive and the BJP workers began pushing and shoving them. Locals claimed that the situation then escalated and that there were clashes between both sides. The BJP supporters have maintained that it was the farmers who damaged their vehicles while they were travelling in a convoy and beat them up. A few farmers had also been booked on Wednesday after counter-complaints were filed by both parties. Dear listener, are you enjoying this uninterrupted daily dose of news? Free from annoying advertisements interjected at every opportunity? Well, I must tell you that this ad-free experience is brought to you by our army of subscribers who pay to keep news free. They pay so that neither corporations nor the government can obstruct our endeavor to bring you the stories that matter. Being a part of the peaceful army has its perks too. Apart from the good night's sleep that they get, knowing that they are doing their bit to save democracy. For instance, subscribing to News Laundry will let you watch an exclusive interview that Nidhi Suresh conducted with Natasha Narwal and Devangana Kalita. It would also allow you to attend an NL recess with creators of the popular travel and food show Highway on My Plate that is scheduled for tomorrow, the 3rd of July. If these aren't incentives enough to get you on board, then I don't know what is. We do our bit by bringing you ground reports, interviews, video reports, podcasts, and much more, all in an effort to elevate the news ecosystem in the country. Do your bit and subscribe to us. Our lowest subscription starts at only 300 rupees a month. Pay to keep news free. Yesterday, Madhya Pradesh Chief Minister Shivraj Singh Chauhan announced a compensation of 40 lakh rupees for a Dalit family after the bodies of five family members were dug out from a field in Nemavar in Madhya Pradesh's Devas district two days ago. Calling the case an inhuman incident that had shaken him, Chauhan said the case would be tried in a fast-track court and that he had asked the police to take strict action. Opposition leader Kamal Nath of the Congress, meanwhile, demanded a CBI inquiry. The five deceased were reported missing on May 13th. They have been identified as Rapali Kaste, her mother Mamta Bai Kaste, sister Divya Kaste, and cousins Pooja Oswal and Pavan Oswal. Police said the bodies were dug from an eight-foot pit on a field owned by the accused Surendra Singh Chauhan. According to the SP, Surendra was a friend of Rapali's. After a fight between them, Surendra allegedly murdered Rapali and her family members with the help of six others. The SP added that sexual assault had not been found and that they were awaiting the post-mortem report. A 21-year-old woman was allegedly gang-raped and blackmailed for over a period of two years in Rajasthan's Alwar district, starting from April 2019. 
The woman has alleged that when she went to the police in 2019 to report the issue, she was not heard and no case was registered. Three accused have been arrested in the case so far. The investigating officer in Alwar told Indian Express, and I quote, In April 2019, when the complainant had gone to appear for an exam, one of her classmates, along with two other people, kidnapped and gang-raped her and filmed inappropriate videos of her. Thereafter, they continued to rape her by blackmailing her with the video, end quote. He added that an inquiry is being conducted into the woman's allegations that the police at the time refused to lodge a case. The police said a case has been registered under several sections of the IT Act and the Indian Penal Code, including IPC 376D, which pertains to gang rape, IPC 366, which is kidnapping, abducting or inducing women to compel her marriage, etc., IPC 384, which is punishment for extortion, and IPC 506, which is punishment for criminal intimidation. While the Indian Meteorological Department has indicated no respite for at least the next week in this brutal heat wave that has gripped Delhi and other states, other countries are facing a similar situation. An excessive heat warning remained in effect for parts of the interior northwest and western Canada till Thursday, after hundreds of people are believed to have died due to the heat wave. Associated Press reported that many of the dead were found alone in homes without air conditioning or fans. Some were elderly, one as old as 97. In Canada, British Columbia's chief coroner, Lisa Lapointe, said her office received reports of at least 486 sudden and unexpected deaths between Friday and Wednesday afternoon. Normally, she said about 165 people would die in the province over a five-day period. While she said it was too soon to say with certainty how many deaths were heat-related, it was likely the heat was behind most of them. Weather experts say the number of heat waves are only likely to rise in the Pacific Northwest. This week's heat wave was caused by what meteorologists described as a dome of high pressure over the Northwest and worsened by human-caused climate change, which is making such extreme weather events more likely and more intense. In what looks like a staggered resurgence of violence, an Israeli aircraft bombed a Hamas site in the Gaza Strip on Friday in response to purported incendiary balloons launched from the Palestinian enclave. Israel's military said it had hit a Hamas weapons manufacturing site. Gaza's Hamas confirmed the same, adding that no casualties had been reported. Since a May 21st ceasefire ended 11 days of Israel-Hamas fighting, Reuters reported that Palestinians in Gaza have sporadically launched balloons laden with incendiary material across the border. While these incidents have not led to a broader escalation, Egypt and the United Nations have stepped up mediation efforts over the Israeli strikes and Gaza balloon launches. At least 250 Palestinians and 13 in Israel were killed in the May fighting, which saw Gaza militants fire rockets towards Israeli cities and Israel carry out airstrikes across the coastal enclave. That's all the news we have for you today. Stay safe and hold on during these trying times. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. 
To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.